Welcome to the Wealthworthy Podcast. I'm Trisha. Hi, I'm Darian. Thank you for joining us. This week we'll be talking about increasing your confidence. Confidence is one of those things that can help propel your career forward. It can help with your personal life. It can help in many situations that will impact the goals that you have for yourself. So it's important to be certain that you're putting your effort into strengthening your confidence. And here we'll talk about how to do so. The first thing that we'll jump into is just what can you do to strengthen your confidence? Some things you can do to strengthen your confidence. Number one is just believing in yourself, knowing that you have the willpower to accomplish anything that you want to accomplish. Also, having a good support system, having someone or a group of people that's going to hold you accountable for your action and just push you to be great. Right. I, I think that definitely if you know your stuff, if you can focus on your skill and making sure that you really understand the material that you're trying to convey, then it helps increase your confidence a great deal. And then also looking the part. Sometimes just looking good makes you feel good. And that translates into whatever you're doing, whether it's a presentation, you're trying to negotiate something, you're working with someone one on a project, regardless of what it is, if you look the part, then you will be able to use that energy to help you in that situation. Who do you think gets to determine what it means to be confident? That comes from the individual, meaning you set your standards because if you don't have confidence, sometimes it's hard to make certain decisions. I think it starts from Birth. I know growing up, my mom was real big on instilling confidence in me and just letting me know that I could accomplish and do anything that I wanted to do. And that's kind of stuck with me over the years. And even when I meet people, I try to always let people know that you're more than enough, you're worthy, and that you can accomplish the things you want to accomplish. But also with that too, people who lack confidence, sometimes it's challenging to bring them up to speed and make them believe in themselves. Because I think it comes from just like, like I said before, something that has to be instilled in you at a young age. Growing up, whatever experiences you have can help shape the way that you see the world and the way that you interact with different situations. So definitely if you had scenarios where you weren't as comfortable or you haven't pushed yourself to be uncomfortable in certain situations, it's harder to feel comfortable and confident now. And so that leads to the idea that confidence really comes from having a certain level of experiences. Someone who's been doing the same kind of role for a number of years is going to feel much more confident than someone who's junior to the position Or if you're coming into, like even with personal life, right? If you're trying to date someone and you're like, oh, this person's out of my league, then you may not be as comfortable approaching that situation because that's not something you've practiced doing. And a lot of that has to do with rejection, just being able to handle rejection and being able to see those situations as 
a learning experience or something that you can bounce back from, right? If you're looking into a situation and you feel like, like, oh, I felt at this, I'm not going to try again, then it might take a shot at your confidence. But reality is that in order for you to get better, you do have to recognize those instances where you didn't shoot a home run the first time and you just need to practice getting better at it or you need to change your approach or you need to go back and do your homework. So just thinking through the different things that you can do to make sure you come to the table with as much information as you can gather, then it will help you to feel more confident the next time you approach that situation. The more prepared, the more you look the part, the more you are able to handle a no, the better you will feel when you go into the situation in the future. Have you ever had a moment where you were lacking confidence? I feel pretty confident about all the things that I do. I always have been like that. Even if I don't have all the answers or know all the information, I still feel pretty confident that I'll be able to have the knowledge I need to get the job done. I'm really optimistic. So for me, I always try to just have confidence. Because I think with confidence, it teaches people how to treat you. It's kind of like when I was playing basketball, you can tell which players are which just kind of like how they carry themselves on the court. When you're being competitive, you know who you can do certain things with. Even Even in general, when dealing with people, people know who they can treat a certain way versus others. It goes back to confidence. It just teaches people how to treat you. And it sets the standard. In my experience... I have found that there's a certain expectation for what confidence really looks like. And I had to learn that you really do have to use certain language and say things a certain way for it to come off as assertive enough for people to see it as confident. So I would go into situations feeling like I was definitely confident. I owned the room. I did what I needed to do. And then I would get the feedback that... Like, oh, you didn't seem as confident about this situation as we would have liked. That made me have to reevaluate, well, what could I have been doing that made you feel this way? And sometimes I think it's a gender thing. Well, I, I think there are tendencies that women tend to have, not all women, of course, but in certain situations, you're taught to have some kind of respectability about you. You are careful with how you phrase things so that people don't take it the wrong way or it isn't misconstrued a certain way or you might be apologizing for something before you even go into what it is that you're trying to give criticism on. And just those little things that might be normal tendencies to you start to be things that people see as a lack of confidence. And so understanding what those rules really look like so that you can better frame things in a way that can be easily construed the way you want it to be. That was one of the things I had to learn, just taking certain things out of my language so that I am 
sound and clear and direct about what it is that I'm trying to convey. And, you know, last week we talked about the power of words and this ties right back into that where the stronger your sentences, the more confident you come across. So taking out the I guess or I'm going to do this or, you know, any language that becomes circular or it just kind of gives you room to waver, those things all make your message less confident than you might want them to be. Learning to have more direct responses when necessary and understanding when you can use more relaxed language. If you are going into a situation where you're looking to seem confident, be confident, you really want to be as direct in your message as you can be. This is true, especially in today's age where you have a lot of people who are younger entrepreneurs or younger bosses going into situations where you're now having to speak to someone who's had more experience in the workforce than you have, or they have more clout than you do. And regardless of any of that, you have to still come across as the authority. So figuring out just how to use your voice in a way that gets you the kind of confidence you're looking for is definitely important. Do you think that confidence is innate? Is it something that you just have or is it something that you think people can work on? It's both. I think some people automatically come ready with confidence and then other people may not be fully confident, may lack some confidence in certain areas. But you can always work on your confidence and get yourself where you want to be. It's just like anything else. Kind of like with us doing this podcast, you know, we've consistently put out these episodes for a while now. And the more episodes we do, the better we get. Agreed. I definitely think it's something that you can work towards improving. But I do think that there's some initial level of confidence that you bring to the table based on the things that you know or how authentic you're being in the situation. So if you feel like you can bring your full self to the table, then you probably are more comfortable being your full self and and that confidence shows through. So if you've been singing in your choir since you were 10 and now you you know, 10, 20 years later, you're still singing. You already know what that kind of criticism sounds like. And even though you had that innate ability, it's been confirmed by a number of people. And that allows you to feel confident when you step out now, because you've heard enough times what types of feedback you would get. So along those lines, we kind of touched on it a little bit where you talk about upbringing and how you think that can influence what your confidence levels seem like. But is there really something there where your upbringing is directly translating what your confidence level will be? I think so. I think about it just from a day-to-day basis when you see parents. You have you have some parents who don't have patience with their kids. So it's like if the kids ask them a question instead of them taking the time out and answering them so that it turns into a learning moment. They just have no patience to be like, don't ask me this no more. You should know this versus the parents who 
take the time and effort out to teach their children things and go through the process with so I think when you look at it from that standpoint it really can't shape or make or break a child kind of starts with that you know confidence because if you don't have confidence in yourself you're not going to be open to share things with other people and it starts with your parents so if you can't communicate with your parents you're not going to be able to communicate with your classmates and then it just kind of trickles down into work and all other things so I think starting from your bringing in things you get from the household you're in is very important yeah I can definitely see that there are definitely parts of your upbringing that would directly impact what your confidence looks like for example when we talk about families that celebrate small wins so if you do something and they are open to rewarding you not not necessarily by giving you something but just by saying good job or definitely go for it do this and you kind of get that affirmation that you need in order to build up the confidence in your skill that's a huge part of you deciding to continue on with the journey or even trying something new So if you are raised in an environment where people give you the room to think differently or to do things differently than other parents might be allowing their families to, then that can have a huge impact on what you do next. The other thing that comes to my mind when it comes to upbringing is just the idea of being polite and respectable to the people around you. You appreciate what that means in terms of being respectful to elders or interact well with your peers but at the same time the idea of being polite in the workplace and in the general public is definitely different just in the idea of not speaking your mind in spaces where you should because you're so used to the idea of respectability politics. So I think that those are some areas where the more flexibility you have growing up kind of plays into what you do next and how you use that energy now to be confident. Of course, you know, it might be too late for someone like us to pretty grown in terms of blaming your upbringing for the things that you're not going to do or you haven't done now because now everything that you do or don't do is really up to you. But in terms of what things look like for the next generations, I think it's something to keep in mind when we have our own children or we have people that we're mentoring. You really want to be sure that you're keeping in mind how things can translate into their future. So that's important. But in terms of increasing your own confidence, it's what can you do to recognize the areas of your upbringing that might have hurt your confidence and how can you set those things aside to begin increasing and fueling the areas of your own personality so that you can show more of your confidence coming through. If you weren't given the affirmations that you needed to move forward, now how can you affirm those things for yourself and how can you strengthen those areas yourself so that you can come across more confident? I think you have to start old school. I know for me personally, I always would go look in a mirror in the bathroom. I would just look at myself in the mirror and I would just start speaking things into existence over my life, whatever it is. 
whether it's making an A in school or accomplishing something else. I just always just talk to myself in the mirror. That's always it for me. I still do it now sometimes. Honestly, the more you can say things out loud, the more you can write it down, the more you can have those conversations with people, it'll definitely be helpful in giving you that empowerment necessary to feel confident in what you're doing next. And that really goes for any scenario of your life that you are looking to portray more confidence. Figuring out how to be yourself, how to fully bring yourself to the table is important because you know yourself well enough that you can figure out what areas to play on in order to show the kind of confidence that you want. If it means that you bring, if you enjoy certain activities and that has nothing to do with your work self, maybe you need to bring those activities to the table as well. Because the more you're passionate about something, the more confident you come across when you start talking about it. So if you play a sport really well and you start talking about that at the business table, you'll feel really comfortable talking about those things, even if it's not the right place for it, or even if it's not the thing that's on topic right at that point, you'll feel confident talking about it because it's something you know well and something you do well. So sometimes starting a conversation with the thing that you know really well can help to loosen your nerves in a situation and allow you to flow more naturally. The gist of it is figure out how to be as prepared as you can figure out how to bring your full self to the table, look the part, and make sure that you are affirming and using stronger language so that you come across as confident in whatever it is that you're doing. Hope this helps, and we look forward to talking to you again next week. Bye. Bye.